Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vikings Happy Hour, sponsored by Lake Monster Brewing, Eastside Jiu-Jitsu, and That's Badass Wood Art. Remember to use promo code CTPOCKET for 20% off any one item at thatsbadasswoodart.com. And while you're here, hit that like and subscribe button. We just hit 3,000 subscribers, so the drawing for the, the custom skull piece will be coming soon. Um, and stay tuned for more giveaways for other milestones in our subscriber count uh, coming down the pipe here. So the offseason, it's not full of a whole lot after the draft of, uh, you know, things to talk about. So Miles thought that it'd be a great idea to do some some breakdowns of some film on our draft picks, uh, starting with rookie wide receiver Jordan Addison. And uh, before we get into this, this is our first time kind of breaking down film. Uh, it might not, be not little... my first, not my first time ever. Sure, it's my sure. First time doing it here, though. doing it as a recording, as a recording. Yeah, for uh, sure. So bear with us, but uh, leave a comment in the chat on on any critiques or any comments you guys have, and uh, let's give this let's give this a whirl, Miles. Addison was yeah. your favorite, I think your favorite wide receiver prospect fit for the Vikings heading into here. And so let me get the screen up and you can kind of talk about it. Yeah. Well, and, and one thing I wanted to do too, and as you'll see uh, across the video is I really like in the Jordan Addison pick and like how he pairs with the Vikings offense, especially when you pair him with, you're fine. You don't need to have my face on it. That's even better. Um, it's going to be in there. <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> um, one thing I'll like pairing Jordan Addison with Justin Jefferson and KJ Osborne and with Kevin O'Connell in this offense, I really likened it to how the 2021 Rams kind of deployed their offense with Cooper Cup yeah. being the Justin Jefferson, Robert Woods being the Jordan Addison, Van Jefferson kind of being like your KJ Osborne. Um, now we'll see how KJ Osborne is utilized in the offense, but I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of takes that Van Jefferson outside approach where they ask him to be a little bit more the the outside receiver, but we'll see. And then obviously Kirk Cousins and, and Matthew Stafford are the quarterbacks, um, but Kevin O'Connell was the offensive coordinator. And so I wanted to touch on how I think, uh, Jordan Addison can be utilized within this Kevin O'Connell offense yeah, and show some parallels to that 2021 Rams specifically about Robert Woods, who I think is a good comparison in this offense for, for Jordan Addison and how he'll be utilized. Yeah. And I even think just looking at some of the clips that we've compiled together um, and forgive us for the quality, we'll work on that in the future, but um, <laughs> it is, it is strikingly similar how to, how, how those two play Woods and Addison. And so, yeah, Let's walk through a couple plays here. Um, yeah. Just... Well, so like this first play when – so Jordan Addison's sophomore year at, at, at Pitt when yep. he was the Blitnikoff Award winner, the best receiver in the country, he um, – they used him all over the formation. So I think the one thing I picked up on when the Vikings drafted J.A. was was the fact that when they put out a highlight film of him, they showed like all of the his University of Pitt highlights more than they did USC. And that to me is because – how his util how he's going to be utilized in, in Minnesota is a lot closer to how he was used in Pitt more than he was used at USC. Where at USC he played primarily on the outside. Not that he can't win on the outside, but I think he's the type of receiver you want to move around the formation a little bit. Yeah. And so in this type of formation, you see the stack. It's a stack like uh, twins type on the left side, and then on the right side you got a tight end um, and a, and a receiver kind of flankered. Um, the the tight end more in the inline, and then a flanker out wide, but I think you'll see the Vikings doing this a little bit with um, with Jordan Addison, where he's he's stacked and bunched a lot in Minnesota, so that he gets those free releases. 
he gets the opportunity to create option routes off the line of scrimmage and so that he can win whether it's against man or zone and so this example here is really about addison being in a more of a tighter formation gets a free release and then he kind of has a two-way go he creates a at the top of his stem, an opportunity to create a two-way go for himself, whether he goes inside or out. And he really stacks, he really, um, at the top of the screen, he really um, gets to the to the DB's toes and and creates that, like, confusion. And then he whips back outside, as you'll see in the... Yeah, so we let's, can play run this, this play, let's play it out. Let's play it out. We but got yeah. a little slow-mo here, but you can see him up at the top of the screen. He uses um, he uses that, that first um, receiver on the inside as kind of like a, a, a pick opportunity for himself to create that he didn't have to do separation because the DB is so far back that he uses the, the um, I, I'm, I'm saying this completely wrong, but like he's using his inside receivers, like leverage on that, on that cornerback to kind of hide himself from his defender because yeah. it's man coverage here. So he's using himself to hide from that, from that defender so that he can whip back outside quickly and, and get that, the quick yards, yards after catch. Look at the end there, too. By the way, this is one of the easiest, like, 10-yard completions that you'll get. But just watch yeah. at the end of here, because we've talked about just how slippery Addison is yeah. as a receiver. And with this DB chasing him, just slips right under the tackle and takes it downfield. Like, that... For a, for such a, like, frail, like, skinny guy, he's got so much better balance that mm-hmm. I think he gets enough credit than he gets credit for. And obviously it's a concern at the next level just because he is 175 pounds. But yeah, I, I still think that slipperiness, like you said, is is going to translate. Yeah. Let's go to the next play here as uh, as he scampers off towards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me pause it. Another free so release for you. A free release, right? Like, And if you're a DB, especially in college, why are you going to press him from the slot? Sure. Um, Jordan Addison here at USC. This is an example of just like a quick screen. I think you're going to see Kevin O'Connell – O'Connell's going to want to get the ball in, in his in, in Jay's hands, especially as a rookie where mm-hmm. he's still developing some of those other nuances of the game, understanding the playbook. These are opportunities to get him the ball in his hands quickly. And we have good blocking receivers. Like the Vikings have really good blocking receivers. KJ Osborne is a really good blocker. Justin Jefferson's an underrated blocker at his position. And then you have other guys that'll mix in TJ Hawkinson. Jo- obviously Josh Oliver is brought in to be that second tight end and a really good blocker. So, these guys, and then you have tackles who can get out in space in these quick screens so that they can they can attack their defenders. So that'll that'll make um, Addison's life even easier on, on quick screens to find to get the ball quickly and then find where the best um, opportunity is after the catch. And so this is why I wanted to highlight this one is just more of like a I see Kevin O'Connell getting the ball in, in Jay's hands quickly and and then finding opportunities just to get quick yardage on early downs. Yeah, let's watch it through again. Again, there's this, that just shiftiness in his ability yeah. to. This is a better angle for it too, but yeah. Is this this isn't the same play though, is it? No. Oh no, it's not. You're right. My bad. <laughs> we'll see that one later. <laughs> we will see that one later. So, kind of what I had prefaced at the at the beginning of the, of the um, show was how I viewed the 2021 Rams when Kevin O'Connell was the the offensive coordinator. I viewed Jordan Addison as the Robert Woods of this offense, and I think. I, I really think that um, Kevin O'Connell views it this way too, because of how excited he was to get him into this offense and kind of how they play their play styles. Um, Robert Woods is slippery, maybe be slightly bigger, but he's slippery. He's really good with the ball in his hands, his screens, his reverses, all these things that they usually utilize. They put him all over the field in, in LA. 
when he's with the Rams, especially before they won the Super Bowl in 2021. Um, and they liked to put Robert Woods and Cooper Cup on the line or on the um, same side of the ball, whether it's in bunch stack, whether it's in bunch stack, or even just like here where they're both in the slot where um, Cooper Cup's the one receiver, Robert Woods is the second. Um, the second primary slot receiver here. And can I um, pause you for a second? Yeah. For fans yeah. that might not know, can you describe the difference, like bunch stack, those types of formations? Yeah. So bunch is like when you'll, you'll typically see is like, I like to, I used to call a bunch like trips, like a trips, but like a bunch trip. So this is, a, this is technically like a, a trips example, but this isn't like a bunch trips. This is just yep. a, 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 a like regular typical trips formation. Um, where you have three guys to one side of the line of scrimmage. But um, so I wouldn't call this anything other than just trips. Um, but a bunch trips is where you got three guys lined up together close. And then you have one guy in the line, one guy has to be on the line, line of scrimmage, two guys off. And then typically those guys will either move, shift around, or they just get easier releases off the line of scrimmage. Um, and then bunch is typically like to me, like two receivers where they're stacked on top of each other. Um, and that kind of just helps create maybe quick slip screens or just getting a guy a free release off the line, he can use the guy in front of him as leverage to yeah. find a two-way go. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but um, it's how I really uh, have always called it. And then when I say one, two, three from a receiver standpoint, from this trips formation, typically you always have the the first receiver is considered the one receiver, the first guy on the inside, and then it works its way out. So one, two to three is the top outside receiver. Um, that's how, we, as, how I was taught, and I think it's still um, – how it's used in, in, in the NFL as well. Yeah. Well, I'll let this play so, go through. Yeah. And you, you yeah. Can and continue. so real, yeah, real quick on this play, you see Cooper cup and Robert Woods lined up together. And where I see this is Cooper cup gets so much of the attention, just like you'll see Justin Jefferson getting all of the attention in Minnesota. This is where getting a guy like Jordan Addison really helps because he can use, they can use, they can work off each other to create opportunities for each other. Right. And so you're going to see here, Cooper Cup is kind of basically a decoy in this where he's taking away two defenders where Robert Woods is following right behind him and then just stops. And then all the momentum of the, of the defenders kind of carries with him. And Robert Woods is, is, is able to catch the ball quickly and get upfield. He turns this yeah. into a touchdown, but you know, sometimes this is just an opportunity to get yourself, um, get a playmaker, the ball in their hands easily. And well, with so much attention that goes to a talented receiver, like a Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, it just helps open up for everybody else. And when you have this much space, like yeah. <laughs> to catch the ball, Woods in this situation, obviously, like you said, goes for a touchdown. But Addison, too, given how shifty he is, like we've talked about already, he could take this many different directions depending on what it, what it looks like when he turns around. Like we'll watch this one through. Obviously, Woods sees what happens and just takes it straight up the middle. But, you know, you could take it out to the left, any any which way. Um, and I think that's another strong suit that you pointed out that Addison could flourish in this offense. Definitely. Let's shift yeah, to the, I, yeah. Let's see the, the next, next play here. So this is more of – this is technically another trips formation, but the, the tight end is in line. So the, the typical wide receiver, but he's off the ball. So you got Cooper Cup um, lined up on the ball. But, then, again, this is a trips bunch, though. I'd call this a trips bunch where I, I really think you'll see a lot of this from, from – this is a type of formation I think we'll see a lot. Maybe we'll add it – you know, C.J. Ham might be in there instead of the tight end um, at times. But, again, I think the idea is to get 
your two best playmakers in Cup and, and Woods, and then in a Vikings um, perspective, you know, Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison on the ball together in on the yeah. same line as on the so that they're creating confusion toward the defense that the defense can't just go double or triple cover Justin Jefferson. They have to account for 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 Robert Woods or Jordan Addison in this case. And if they don't, that guy's going to make you pay for it. And then you can get creative. So they're going to help each other out. And in this case, I kind of wanted to keep the highlight toward Robert Woods and the Addison specifically. But Cooper Cup does so much work to help, did so much work to help Robert Woods in these scenarios. And I think it's going to be the same thing with Jefferson and Addison in Minnesota. Yeah. And did you, I forget, I know we talked about it pre-show, but did you talk about like even the comparisons on the, on the Rams roster? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. And so um, this is another one of those, like Cooper cups running a clear out and Robert Woods just gets to settle right underneath him and gets the first down on a, on a second and nine running. Uh, I think it was a, a hitch, uh, a dig. It uh, looks like a dig route or, just right behind Cooper cup. Um, yeah. Like a settled dig route um, in the middle of the field, but yeah, I'm um, going back to that 2021 Rams roster offensively. I really look where at Kevin O'Connell was the, the OC. Right. And I already touched on like Cooper cup, JJ comparison. Um, and then obviously Robert Woods, Jordan Addison, but then you have um, the two tight ends that they use primarily in, in, in LA, which was Tyler Higby, which is your typical like wide tight end. And that's TJ Hawkinson who, T.J. Hawkinson's a better tight end than Tyler, Tyler Higby was in 2021 now. And then they brought brought in Josh Oliver, who's super athletic, which I think is an underrated part of his game as like that blocking second tight end, whereas the Rams had Gerald Everett, who was a highly athletic tight end, but also used in blocking and moved around the formation as like an H-back type, type role. So I really saw that. And then K.J. Osborne, kind of their Van Jefferson um, type. I'm not sure how K.J. Osborne's going to be deployed, if he's going to be that like prototypical X receiver on the outside um, or, or how they interchange those guys. Mm-hmm. But that's, I see Van Jefferson and KJ Osborne kind of in that same realm where you have a really good wide receiver three that can help you in a lot of variety of ways, which Van Jefferson was pretty good at um, for the Rams in 2021. And then running back wise, um, Cam, a- Cam Akers obviously got hurt, but he was their primary running back going to that season. Now we don't expect Dalvin Cook to be here. But Alexander Madison is a good, you know, change of pace back, and but also a, a bell cow as well. And then they just they have Ty Chandler, they have um, Dwayne McBride, who they who they um, drafted in the seventh round. So I think that committee, which the Rams use a lot of, was a committee at running back. Mm-hmm. You'll see a little bit more of that with the Vikings, with you know speed, and then also guys that are a little bit more better in between the tackles with a McBride or a, a Madison, where he has the speed guys like Ty Chandler. So. Um, I kind of like that different deployments. And then offensive line-wise, the Rams had arguably two of the best tackles in the league. Yep. You know, they had a, a left tackle, a future Hall of Famer left tackle, Andrew Whitworth. Um, the Vikings have a really ascending left tackle in um, in Christian Derrissaw. And then Brian O'Neill, right tackle, who's a, a you know all a Pro Bowl caliber level right tackle in you the league. You can say all so, pro. It's okay. Yeah, all pro. Like, But that's how good <laughs> Brian O'Neill Brian O'Neill's yeah. a really good um, right tackle. I think he's even better than Havistein was in LA. So um, you kind of have that. And then you have your athletic um, center, which Brian Allen for the Rams is a really athletic center, which is kind of that Garrett Bradbury. I think Allen's yes. been slightly better than Bradbury, but I think there's similarities in how they can be used, especially in reach blocks and, and um, screens and, um, and some of those things. So I'm really yeah. excited to see how it, it all comes together, but I kind of really, really like, 
um, just the comparison to that 2021 Rams offense to the Vikings current one. For sure. Here's another uh, Robert Woods. You got your, your, your bunch trips up there. Yeah. But in this one, imagine TJ Hawkinson being the, the Tyler Hibby, the guy at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And then imagine Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison all in that, in that bunch and being a defense being like, what the hell do we do? <laughs> because how do you, all three of those guys are playmakers. Yep. And you could run anything from this formation. Like you could run a quick screen. You could run um, based off the trips. You have Higby, that, that tight end blocking for that screen. You could run a bubble. You could run a lot of variety. And then also you can run um, where Tyler Higby runs up field to, and the, the trips guys, the, the Cooper cup and the Robert Woods kind of trail behind him. And mm-hmm. then they create two way goes for themselves. One of them's getting open because of the way the formation is and the way that the defense has to play it because they can't, they can't overcommit to anything yeah. because of how many options you have within that trip set. And then also on the bottom here with Van Jefferson, that's a clear one-on-one win situation for that receiver because all the attention is going to be at the top of the screen. So this might be, if this is KJ Osborne, this might be an opportunity at KJ Osborne one-on-one opportunities. Um, and maybe they throw him a back shoulder or maybe he beats his guy off the line of scrimmage for a slant, something like that. So I just like the variety that, that you can do with these types of formations that I expect the Vikings to, to show a lot more of in 2023. If you're, if, if you're running this play here, obviously it, it depends on what the play is, I guess. And we haven't clicked the play button yet, but would, would Van Jefferson be your first read then just to see if he beats that, that corner immediately off the line? And if it, not turn in, into into your your other side of the field here so that's the nice part about the kevin o'connell offense is that's up to the quarterback so Mm -hmm. yes typically um it it obviously depends on the play it depends on like where the reads are but the quarterback has so much control of what they do yeah and read and and kevin o'connell doesn't like to constrain his his quarterbacks to you have to do it here it has to be this play or it has to be like this read one if he sees something at the line of scrimmage like if he sees all that middle of the field wide open and he thinks that his guy can win up the line of scrimmage, um, he might tell his receiver to run that slant. You know, might give him a hand signal to maybe because maybe he's running a different route. He might give him something to tell him to run that slant because he and it makes him the primary target. Um, it, it all varies. And that's a, another part about this offense that I love so much is there's so many options for the quarterback to take control of what they see. And he, Matthew Stafford took a lot of control of that with, with the Rams in 2021. And we saw Kirk take those steps as the season went on. Um, and I think that's one thing we hopefully see even more of in year two is Kirk Cousins getting getting and seeing those opportunities to to kind of divert off the plan if he sees something or has sees an opportunity um, like this one. Yeah. We'll, pl- we'll let this play play out here, maybe. <laughs> you can see Woods wide open because his defender was, was clearly on the other side of the field. And so he's chasing at this point. And <laughs> like, there's just so many opportunities. It's, it's nothing like there was nothing crazy about that, that like the routes that those three are running. It's just a simple fact that where they are in the field is there's so many opportunities. Yeah. And there's, it's, I, I'm just super excited. And this is the la- I think this might be the last Rams play, but another one, this is just another slip screen. But again, you have a quick – you have your tight end up top to block. You got your left tackle, your athletic left tackle coming out to block, and then you get your playmaker, the ball um, the ball quickly off the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage. Um, and I, you get the, the, 
ball in his hands on a third and four. I would trust. Obviously, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on right here for for Whitworth, but I would trust Darisaw to get out there a little bit quicker uh, than a 30 plus year old left tackle. So. This is like yeah, 37 year old, 38 year old <laughs> Andrew Whitworth. But no, I agree with you. I think uh, I think he's coming here and he's cleaning up something to get to get that first down for um, a third and four. Which if they're playing off covers like this against against you, you take that all day. Yeah. We got a couple more Addison plays that we'll we'll take a look at here. Um, this one's again back in Pittsburgh. Um, and to your point, they really showed a lot of these clips uh, when they drafted him because they Pittsburgh really utilized Addison's full skill set as a receiver. Yeah, and and they're a lot more multiple in, in their formations and how they utilize their receivers, whereas USC was a little bit more that air raid wide open type of type of offense. Where, where Pittsburgh was a little bit more of what you call what they call traditional NFL based based style offense. Um, I mean, this one this one is a pretty straightforward one. We see the Vikings do this, but we've seen this with with uh, Adam Thielen, who I'm not again not this is not to discredit Adam Thielen, but Adam Thielen is not the type of playmaker with the ball in his hands as Jordan Addison is, or Justin Jefferson is, or KJ Osborne is. Like those guys are really good with the ball in their hands, and I think just these types of opportunities to get the ball. Um, in formation off a, off a quick, a quick handoff off the, um, off the, um, the motion. Um, we call this like a zip or like a quick motion. You could, you know, it, it varies based off of the team, but, um, a smoke motion, you could even call it, but that could everyone, ever a rocket motion, like it, everything that basically has to do with a quick, a quick across the formation, yep. um, type of, uh, type of, um, uh, a set. So, um, yeah, they it's tried this so much crazy, last yeah. year too. I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like they they were uh, disappointed with the success that these runs or these plays typically had because Jalen Rager, you would hope with his speed yeah. and shiftiness, could bust one loose. I don't recall ever seeing one. Uh, I Just got a, a touchdown. Of, he had a he had a touchdown on one, but it was a short yardage one. Yeah, it was goal line. Yeah. Um, so that, they tried I'm, with Thielen. Yeah. They tried with CJ Ham. So I think now. Um, with Jordan Addison in the fold, they can really look to sort of maximize this play in their playbook um, and, and count on it a little bit more than they and, did last year. And Josh Oliver too, who's on yeah. the, like, if you're doing this at a, uh, at a 12 or 22 personnel where you have two tight ends, let's pause this here real quick. Where you have 12, we have two tight ends, two receivers, moving them in formations like that or um, in uh, uh, moving them around the formation. Um, yeah. Josh Oliver is a way better blocker than what we had last year at tight end. And so I think he's the type of guy that can help seal that that end, mm-hmm. so that you can you can get to the edge. Which is that's the most important part about that about that um, those reverses is getting to the edge because once you get to the edge, you have room to turn up. And so having that room to turn up and getting to the edge is, is super important on those plays. Yeah, you said you want let's, to stop let's, here. Let's make this the last one. I just wanted to stop before you don't um, want to do that uh, that route on the outside at the end. Oh shoot! Yeah, we might have to do that one too. Um, <laughs> let's 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 just rewind this real quick. Yep. Um, just to the very beginning of it. Um, essentially, this is another situation where I expect we'll see this from the Vikings. Is you got this is uh this is a, I think there's one two three. Four. Where's the other receiver? Or is that a tight? Um, is there someone? I'm not. So down? there should. There's there, there there might be another receiver at the bottom of the screen, but there should be someone else because there's only 10 people on the screen um, or they messed up 
This is where all 22 doesn't hurt or it hurts us not having it. Right. Right. Um, but essentially on this play, you're moving, um, Addison from the outside in to create a stack bunch, but then off of it, he's, he's getting his himself a two way go because it, because he's got a receiver in front of him that can basically like, it's like a free screen. And then what I love about Addison here is his quick, his quickness and twitch out of breaks because you don't get to see it at the, at the end of the, at the top of his stem, but his ability to, to stop on a dime and break, break yeah. out and create that separation from the cornerback is the reason he's allowed, he's um, he allows himself to get so much separation and, and you run after catch on this type of play. Because if you're not, if you're not creating that separation off the top of the stem, you're only catching this ball for maybe five, six yards and not getting the first down. And that's, that's an issue. Again, this isn't anything against Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen was so good at creating separation, but his ability after the catch didn't really what, you know, and he lost maybe a little bit of that explosiveness that he had, you know, a few years ago, Addison's going to bring that back to the fold um, that we kind of were missing last year out of that second receiver, that explosion off the top of a stem to create even additional separation. And that's yeah. where you get more yards after the catch. We can't see the the full route, obviously, because yeah. they pan towards the quarterback. But this is this is filthy by Addison because you can tell the 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 defender thinks he's he's going out this way and he yep. stops in the passes somewhere down here. Look at that. You can see it right at the tail end. Just you can see that. Well, where's Nick Olson on the on the um <laughs> the we'll be right what, back. The we'll be right back because that's what happens. <laughs> you can see the defenders trying to reach to grab him. Misses breaks another tackle. Breaks another tackle and he gets the first down, which again, sometimes you can throw short of the sticks if your defend if your if your uh, receiver has that room to run after it to get yeah. it you know and so i think that's something I, I always you know just really enjoy about addison and i think how he'll fit in this offense too is they're going to create those types of moves movements for him where he's going to yep. get the ball and be able to create after the catch all right this last one this we were just talking about like it's off coverage so like this gives yourself a lot of like this is a, it's dangerous to Jordan Addison in college was so hard, whether you press him or you play off him, that dude's going to beat you either way. Yeah. But when you give him seven yards of cushion on a second and two and you're an, yeah. And you're an offense, you should be taking a a shot deep. This defender's job is to not get beat deep. And he still does (laughs) because Jordan Addison sets him up so well on the out and up. And it's just so fun to watch him. Basically you see his head turn. It's really quick, but his head turns to the backfield and in those situations, which I'm assuming USC ran a lot of quick outs. Mm-hmm. And if you run a lot of those quick outs, you're setting a defender up to jump that out. And then all of a sudden the receiver whips himself back up field and he's you, all of a sudden you're, you're see you later and you're hitting him on a, on a out and up for a, a big gain. And that's exactly what happens here. And Jordan Addison's ability to, to kind of set the defender up with his eyes and, and then win, uh, it's that. just so fun. Look at that separation already. Yeah. And it, that, that came back here with that, that subtle head move. Like you said, yep. the defender bites. And some of this might not always work in the, at the NFL level um, because defenders are, are taught. But if you set that up, right. You're, you're getting that because it, especially off off coverage like that. So I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm really excited about Jordan Addison in Minnesota. And this is why I was beating the, the table and the drum for him. A, a while back was I just think there's so many ways that you can utilize yeah. him in this offense. And I think Kevin O'Connell is really excited about it because you saw him in the war room talk about like, 
this guy's a starter from day one. He's a guy that it sounds like they're already getting him in the mix, like mm-hmm. getting in the playbook and like, hey, this is what you're going to be doing for us. And I think that's just really exciting to like rejuvenate and like bring more explosion to the offense that they've kind of been missing the last couple of years outside of JJ. Um, and so I think, I just think there's a lot of opportunity to really add that third playmaker because TJ Hawkinson is another guy we haven't talked enough about, but he's just, I think he's going to ascend, ascend even more his, his first full off season in Minnesota. So yeah, I'm really excited to kind of see how they deploy everybody. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, this was really fun. I enjoyed sitting here picking your brain um, for the fans listening. Let us know what you think about this episode. Um, and, and if you want more and whether or not you want more, there's, there's more coming, but, um, we're, we're down for some critiques, uh, some comments on what you think. Um, and remember hit that like, and subscribe button. Cause, uh, we got a lot more coverage coming throughout the rest of the summer and into training camp. So until next time, thank you, Miles. Thank you. Lake monster brewing Eastside Jiu-Jitsu, And that's badass. What are till next hey, we'll time? We'll be at Lake. We'll be at Lake monster next week. Yes. Thursday, the 11th. Yes, Thursday the 11th at 7.30. So join us out there in Skull Vikings.